up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of The Court of Capes, where your favorite judges discuss, rate, and rank hero content, live action, animation, and anime. Today, we are continuing our conversation about Lord As Ains Ugon in Overlord, Season 3, Episodes 7 through 13. Boys, we've made it to another end of the season. We did it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we did. We absolutely did it. And I'm actually looking forward to talking to you guys about expectations. Um, because JC and I had expectations on where things were going to go. And now we're at the end of the season. And JC, I'm looking forward to like catching up with you on where yeah. you things were going and where they actually are now. How... What crazy stuff will I bring to the table today? Oh, JC, J I mean, JC, if you bring if you bring some hot takes, there might be a possibility I agree with you on this bunch. Whoa. Mm. I, I have made quite the declaration. You you did. I mean you basically lost your title last episode. <laughs> Temporarily. Momentarily. Yes. yes, momentarily loss of title. And right. then you gained another title. Milk Test. <laughs> oh my goodness. That was absolutely hilarious. If you haven't listened to that episode, please go back and listen to that episode of our discussion about Overlord. A, uh, you know, a good show, but honestly brings out some of the best discussion for us. We just go absolutely wild with it. And it's a lot of fun. But before we get into the discussion about this, let me introduce myself and my fellow judges i am the renegade darkness correspondent judge shelton we also have the showman the conqueror judge cooper what is going on my naza freaks naza freaks Ooh, that is you like that one you i like do I, li I like that a lot man that's that's definitely a great fan base name because we're getting a little nausea freaky in here there's some freaky stuff that go down in this show. <laughs> especially this batch Woo. if you oh, like man. oh man absolutely but we also have the chaos bringer you definitely have to have that for for this show honestly JC. you know what get. and your basic average girl judge brown it's time for some PvP action. Yes. JC, now that you are a gamer, a yeah. gamer, an absolute seasoned vet when it comes to games. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Season. Season. What does PvP mean? Hmm. <laughs> hmm. It, it, uh, it means uh, person v... Superman. <laughs> For all the non-gamers out there, JC is trying to get it at player versus player. Which ah, that's, that's right. That's you right. were so close. You were honestly... So uh, I mixed it up with Batman versus Superman. Oh, oh. Man. Uh, don't you mean Martha versus Martha? Oh, you're right. You're right. Because <laughs> that, that, that is that movie. Man, you, you can't mess with the memory of the Marthas. <laughs> No, you cannot. What name did you just say? <laughs> say that name. 
Anyways, as I said before, we are discussing Overlord Season 3, Episodes 7 through 13. We've made it to another end of a season, and we are now coming up to the very last season of the show. But this is a continuing show still. Is that right, Curtis? Yeah. So, definitely going to be interesting... Um, when the new content comes out and we talk about that. It's supposed to be a movie, right? Um, yes, that yeah. will be the next piece of Overlord content. Yes, the next piece of Overlord card content will be a movie. And to further talk about a um, different show that we have been reviewing, I believe, the Curtis, when we talked about it over text that Demon Slayer's next piece of content will also be a movie. Um, but it is ac it is technically the first episode of the new season. But it's so going to be in theaters. Yes, but it's going to be in theaters. So oh. it's not going to be a full movie. I don't know the time limit on it per se, but uh, but there will probably be a smaller arc within it, but it is the first episode of the new season definitely stepping up the game that's crazy right premiering a season in theaters that's some serious uh throwing it on the table there. yeah for real i mean that is absolutely unheard of something that's never happened in any show or movie or any sorts and this is anime they are i mean, I mean we have to remember that uh in humans was in theaters it was? Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, it was. Oh, man. Who all... Did, right. you, did you watch that, JC? Please don't tell me you went to watch that. Heck no, that's some garbage. <laughs> oh, I my I value goodness. my time more than that, Josh. Oh, man. But anyways, that is news update on properties that will be continuing, and we will be giving you the best opinions on the market when it comes to those properties as we do on the Court of Capes. So, you know without further ado, my guys, Curtis, would you like to start the discussion about this batch of episodes, Butterfly Entangled in a Spider's Web? Oh, man. All right. Um, so, you said you were going to talk to JC about hopes for this season did you want to wait until like the end or oh, like no no I was, no i was referring to we had expressed our hopes throughout the the like last episode we expressed our hopes and thoughts about what was going to happen um some and then now i'm going to get with him like either the middle of this batch or the end of this batch on how we feel about meeting expectations and where we thought things were going so later yeah so let's just all right yeah let us begin. Let us begin. All right, so Butterfly and Tangle in the Spider's Web. Um, so there's a lot of little side characters we get introduced here. Um, I'm going to highlight the ones that stuck to me. Ooh, okay. Or at least I found somewhat interesting. Um, so the kind of night dude that we meet, the guy who, like, fakes his, like, regal accent, that's kind of fun. Um where he's like, oh, yeah, I'm just a normal guy, but, like, I talk like a noble knight in order to inspire people and get paid more. Yeah. Which is fun. Fake it till you make it. Um, I think that uh, something we've talked about before is, like, 
Overlord usually goes a step further in like making a lot of like kind of throwaway characters have at least one interesting beat about them, or at least one different beat about them that I really appreciate. It kind of like it just kind of makes the world seem a little more seasoned. Mm. It's not like it's not integral to like the plot or anything, but like it's it's a nice touch. I like the world building. Yeah, yeah, maybe like considering them more to be um, people versus NPCs. That so yeah, yeah. Um, next point is, uh, Nazarik appears to be 600 years old to them, which is fascinating. Wonder why that is. Mm. Maybe yeah. time flows differently in Yggdrasil. Maybe it does, or they literally just built it that way because they were just building the whole kingdom. So mm -hmm. they could have just built it with older stuff to just make it look cool and aged. You know, the original piece. Yeah. So Momon's up on the cliff. He's chilling with one of the, one of the brigands, I guess you could call them, or the uh, mercenaries, or oh, adventurers. Yeah, that's what they call them. All. Um, and they're like, "Oh, so Momon, you think they're going to run into any trouble there?" And he he just tells this dude, "Does death count as trouble?" Yeah, yeah. He's like, "Oh, oh, wait, wait, wait. wait. Oh, I should whoa, backtrack on the that." Quiet part out loud. What yeah, am I doing here? What did I do? What did I do? <laughs> um. And then we go back to the, I think, the throne room where Eins is also chilling. He transports there. Um, and he's about to kill all them people. And he says, as so. Um, the old dude who's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to creep around and, like, find my own path because I don't want to die. Um, he meets the maids. That goes about as well as you can expect. Not only are the maids, <laughs> like, commanded not to fight anybody, nor are any of the floor guardians, but they're basically, like, commanded by Ainz to use the least amount of resources possible to extinguish these adventures. Mm -hmm. And let me just say, that is a JC move, because that's what he would do. Mm -hmm. Aw, I appreciate that. Be like, we need, we, need, we need to obviously massacre these people, but it has to be economical for Nazari. Effective and efficient. Love to see it. Um, so the tough skeletons kill the old dude and his people. Um, some of them that are still alive get dragged to be tortured. Yay. Woo! We'll talk about that in a second. <laughs> um, yikes. Uh, so the, so, so, uh, like a cool bit of, um, kind of, uh, addressing how powerful Nazarek is, is they're getting chased by a bunch of elder liches at one point down the hallway. And it's fun to, like, compare that to, like, the beginning of Season 2 when, like, all of these, like, fairly powerful wizard men struggled to, like, beat one Elder Lich. And then there's, like, 50 in this room. You're like, oh, these people are screwed. Even yeah. by the low-level dudes. Mm -hmm. And so they run away from the Elder Liches, and they fall right into the bug room. Oh, oh man. Oh, gross. gross. Okay, let me, let me just say, quote... My family and I have grown weary of cannibalism. I literally wrote that one down. <laughs> oh my goodness. That's, that's one of those like Pikachu gasping memes right there. <laughs> oh yeah, like <gasps> Oh yeah. Just like, oh no. Pikachu? <laughs> um yeah, so they get eaten and there's like bugs going into people's mouths and you're like, Oh, I did not need to see this. This is nope. no good. Goodbye, knight that fakes his accent. That was nice to know you. Um, 
<laughs> and then someone else is getting tortured by this truly despicable, awful green thing. That I am I am not I did not make any attempt to remember this thing's name because I don't want to know. Oh, nope. I, I wrote down what his title was. Yeah, he's the special intelligence collector. Yes. Who is also like, I... gunning after um Eins. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. that that's something. That that quite a trust there. Like yeah. if uh if the bugs didn't make your skin crawl. This definitely did. Oh man. No, thank you. Moving right along. Um, the final scene of this episode is one where we see Aria, the guy who has the slave girls, um, he meets Hamski and the Lizard Boys. It's kind of fun that, like, Zeriusu and the boys are, like, training Hamski to be a warrior. Because yeah. I just assume that Ainz finds it interesting. <laughs> yeah, sometimes. I, I actually, I think it's more of, like, Ainz finds, like, he might be like, oh, this would be kind of cool, but then automatically forgets about it. Like, like Yeah, oh, no, he definitely forgets. He just about completely it. forgets about it and just like, oh, that's happening again. Yeah. So, long story short, uh, Hamsky cuts the dude's hands off, serves him right, he's terrible, and uh, good for those poor slave girls, because they kick his corpse, and, man... Maybe, maybe Ainz let him let them go, or maybe Sebus got a hold of them and treated them nicely. That's in my head canon, anyway. That's right. We did not see uh, the rest of what happened to them. Just the Hamski nope. killed them because he doesn't let his enemies suffer. Um, and then that's it. They're kicking his corpse, and then on to the next thing. Wow. So, what did you all think of this episode? It was wild. It was a bit wild for sure. Um, as you know, I've been craving really good fights. And this was a uh, one-sided battle in every way, shape, or form. I did like the whole treasure hunt kind of vibe for a second. like, um, And the, the, all the game aspect that they had where they're like literally raiding uh, a dungeon, per se, which is really yeah. cool. So that is something that's like... I think is a cool aspect to the game and games like those. And so they're, they're making this happen because all of these groups of people that really don't like interact with each other very much or anything like that are then raiding different parts of this, um, dungeon. And, uh, I also thought that the maids were super creepy this episode. (laughs) They were maybe at their creepiest this episode. I like the maids a lot. Yeah, the maids are really fun. Uh, They're becoming some of my favorites. And, like, this episode was dark. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Because, like, I mean, I feel like... I think the show does a good job of, like, kind of lulling you into, like, okay, so, Ainz did some terrible things to lizard people, but they're not humans, so we don't care as much about them. Now he's butchering humans in horrific ways, and you're like, oh, wait, this is maybe not okay. Maybe not. This might be the darkest batch of episodes we've seen. Oh, easily. My yeah. God. <laughs> I, in fact, I have a very weighty assertion for the last, or second to last episode that oh, I will bring up later. Okay. All right. About Court of Capes history. Oh, adding to Court of Capes lore. Oh, man. Post Supreme Court, though. 
definitely looking forward to like how that weighs into the future and our future Supreme Court once again. The next one. Oh yeah. <laughs> when we talk for four hours about <laughs> yeah. some new shows, but mostly shows like the Batman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we just bring up the other shows and just add on the new shows. Like, oh man. Yeah. Oh man. But let's move on to episode eight, a handful of hope. Uh, my first top point is a quote. I, there, there was a lot of quotes, honestly, in this batch. Of There's episodes. some good quotes. This is a quotable batch of episodes. But the first one is: "Is that if you find maggots in your food, you won't ask what they had to offer. You would crush them." Ooh-hoo. And dude was just calling them maggots. Every single person that showed up, mind you, apparently this is now um, revealed. I think it's a, this episode where it's revealed that this was all out of. Or not, um, Alberto's plan? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, this was all her plan. Good for her. Good for her. She's slaying. Yeah. Literally. Um, What did you guys think of his look um, during his uh, sword battle with uh, these other... I forgot their names, but they were ones we were introduced to last um, batch. Yeah, the ones I said, I'm not getting attached to them. Yeah, yeah. Any good thing. Yeah, but it still was the best episode of that batch, JC. Yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah, sure. Anyway, um, yeah, so Ainz was uh, just saying, I don't care, and I'm going to come out here wearing basically nothing. Shirtless, or should I say topless Ainz kind of <laughs> epic. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, so you liked you like topless eyes. I like topless eyes. Like with the, with the whole like prisoner shackle on his neck. That's pretty sick. Yeah, I got I got a little um little little bit of a sub vibe from that. <clears throat> well, yeah, that's that was the point. Yeah, yeah. JC, you pick up on that? Nope. <laughs> well, like every single one of his other like outfits like is regal and like demands absolute like worship so mm-hmm. yeah and i think this is just him trying to be like oh they'll see me and like they'll think they have a chance yeah that's true <laughs> they, they thought they thought but Ains decided to kill them all. well he para he killed them through by paralyzing them yeah their entire bodies just paralyzed well, they're not dead, are they? They no, they're yeah. dead. No, yeah, they're, they they talked about like using all the parts. Yeah, they're dead. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. So they died via just just being paralyzed. Oof. Um, and uh, next top point is a quote from Ains: "For those that come into Nazarek, death is a true mercy." Dang. Yeah. Man, yes. Ainz just doesn't care about people. Like, the, these people were all minor threats. Did he really have to just slaughter them all? No. no. Not really. No, he didn't. He could have literally just got a spell and done something to cast them all out. It seems like he's fully disassociated from having ever been a human. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yes. I don't know if that's where Curtis was going to get at um, in the... But, but I think so. Yeah, he has. Completely. And he literally, I mean, to add on to that, he literally admitted in this episode that he's just experimenting on them. Yeah, just screwing around. 
Yeah. See what, what works, what doesn't, how yeah. to strengthen Nazarite. Yeah, that's basically it. Just like, and that, and the paralyzation spell that he did was literally experimenting. Like, it was experimentation. It was like, oh, I just wanted to see what it would do. Yeah. Wow. I will say, he got quite angry in this episode. Yeah, he did. And then that anger was then shunned once again by whatever happens to him when he experiences an yeah, intense emotion. Yeah, the outside force. Yeah. Interesting that, like, he can still feel, like, so much passion about his comrades. Yeah. I mean, that's the reason he's here. That's the reason he wants to search around and take over the world. Mm-hmm. But that's about all I have on this episode. What else we got? Hmm. Oh, the saltier scene. Oh, yes, yes, where she supposedly killed this girl mercifully. She terrified her. And then she can. Did she consume her? She did, right? She ate her. It didn't that's show, but that's what I expected happened. That's what I believe happened. Probably sucked her blood like a vampire. Yeah. Blood. Yeah. Sucking on souls, sucking on souls. <laughs> <laughs> wow, what a song! That song's a bop. <laughs> Adventure time is a bop. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So I also wrote down the twins threaten the emperor. Oh yeah, Dude. yeah. Oh, that's right. I forgot about yeah, that. That was a very that, brief that, scene. Yeah, because that that it has a post credit scene. Yes, that happened like multiple times in this batch of episodes. Yeah. Where the credits start showing, and then there's like mm-hmm. five or so more minutes of the show. This episode. They had a lot of story to get through. So Ray. Yeah. The twins are absolutely something. Terrifying. Yeah, they are. Dude, they just be literally. He sends them to break kneecaps. That's all they do. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. all the other guardians have, like, oh yeah, you you can make nuanced moral choices. Um, I need somebody to get spanked. Yeah. Or Mare, you need to go out there and spank them. Yeah, down mm. and dirty. That's what they do. They just. Let's move on to episode nine, War, War of Words, JC. Okay. So this is basically starting off with the Emperor uh, kind of dealing with that threat and kind of thinking, what in the world do I do when there's two little elves that can kill a room of soldiers without blinking? So <clears throat> he kind of gets ready to go visit Ainz and apologize in person. And... My first pot point is that his bodyguard that prioritizes her own safety over the emperor's. Wow. The one that wanted to run. Yeah, yeah. she's just like, man, I don't care about you. Yeah. Yeah, that was interesting. Like, I, I assume we'll get back to that at some point. She was one of the special knights, right? That was like, yeah. She was like one of his chief protectors. Yeah. And she does yeah, like, not she, she care. Sick armor. Yeah, that was the knights that they had mentioned beforehand. The knights of, like, whatever that kingdom is. I forgot. Was that Riestes? No. No, no the yeah. other kingdom. Slanesiocracy? No, the other one. The one that is, like, oh, basically... Baharut. Yes. Yeah, he's yes. the Baharut Empire. Yes. It's the kingdom of Riestes, the Baharut Empire, yeah. and the Slanesiocracy. Yeah. And Erentel is in the Riestes. Yeah. Kingdom. Yeah. So, yeah. Next is that 
The wizard of the Baharuth Empire is amazed at the uh, weather manipulation that happens by, by the maids mm. and the uh, death knights as well. He was just like, whoa, what is going on here? I feel like we all anticipated him to be like a rival for Ainz. Oh, <laughs> we're starting there, JC. We're starting there. Oh, my goodness. Yes. <laughs> Yes, I absolutely. I wrote down at the beginning of this before when I realized, you know, what was happening. This they were they were going to Nazarek. Yep. And I said, I just want this old man versus Ainz. That's what I want. I feel like this is gonna be a good battle of sorts. That's what I wrote down. Nah, this guy's a chump. Was I disappointed? By golly, I was. <laughs> oh, Dude, you can take one look at this guy and be like, this guy is old and brittle. Uh, he was old, but, you know, that can mean wise and powerful, you know? No, he's not those things. He was the most powerful, like, you know, mage or um, magic caster in that entire kingdom. So, well, first of all, Josh, he's a humi. That's true. But they could have, <laughs> it could have been, you know, under, like, what do you call it? Like, just kind of a. I don't know, a secret that he wasn't, per se, or he actually had a different form and was posing as a human? I mean, this could still be a huge twist. You never know. Mm. But I doubt it. I don't think that's the case. <laughs> nope, that's not happening. No. But yeah. So after the Emperor gets there and all that's happening, and Ainz, of course, makes them wait an appropriate amount of time for the power move. Good for him. Love well, that for you, Ainz. Love that for him. Love it. So Ainz accepts the head of a noble from the emperor as retribution. Yep. So yeah, then they're uh, kind of friendly. And mm -hmm. the emperor kind of like pledges his allegiance to Ainz, more or less. Yeah, and thinking that he was outsmarting Ainz because he was being a um rather than being subservient a a friend an alliance an alliance yeah yeah an alliance but must be real basically subservient yeah 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 but but man was that plan scene hilarious where this man is going on and on about how he is going to turn everyone against signs he's got this going on there's nothing wrong. It's all going to work out. And then Demiurge is like, yeah, so this is what he says. And this is what he's going to do. And it's spot on. Yeah. Demiurge was in his full form this time. Oh, it was glorious to see. Oh, you liked it. Curious, what are, you, what are your thoughts? His bat form, huh? Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, sorry. I thought you meant... His operating, like his skills, I thought you meant. No, 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 not his skills. Demiurge has always been on top. I'm talking about his physical form. Yeah, it's intimidating. Yeah. Not quite <laughs> what I was expecting. Because we, we got a glimpse of it in the first episode, was it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but... First or so. Yeah, the whole... And he still wears his glasses, too, in that form, and it looks kind of awkward, if I'm going to be honest. Kind of looks like a frog. Yeah. I'm not a fan. The more I think about it, the less I like it. Yeah. 
Mm. I'm kind of indifferent. Mm. Okay. Uh, but yeah. Anyway, then the next top point is that Ainz needs a title. And that is the Sorcerer King. Mm -hmm. But it sounded like he liked Supreme King even more because he had that whole uh, incident happen. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was, it was a good name as well. But Sorcerer King won out. So that is his new official title. Yeah. And going back to our magician wizard guy, he immediately betrayed the Emperor for knowledge and power. <laughs> oh, yeah. Absolutely hilarious. Love that scene. But props to the Emperor for figuring that out. Yeah, he did, just on the way back. Mm-hmm. Just because he didn't act surprised, and he knew him well enough that he would have. Yeah. Basically. I'm quite impressed with the Emperor. He's really smart. He's thinking several steps ahead. And making good calls. But he's going up against Demiurge, so... Yeah, Demiurge, yeah, I really like him. Yeah, he, he's not a bad character. Uh, Demiurge definitely thinking way above everyone else, including Ainz himself. Yeah. But also, let's just appreciate that the Emperor's first name is Jerkney. 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But his whole motivation is to save the human race. And that's pretty cool. Because mm -hmm. honestly, we're at the point where that is an option that humanity might die. Yeah, they definitely needs to be needed. Or just not enslaved to Ainz. We're kind of at the Castlevania level right now. Yeah, they all getting turned into skellies. Yeah. Or cattle. One of those. Who knows? But I like this episode a lot. Any other thoughts? Um, nope. I expressed what I had. Um, other than the, the old magician is, in fact, nowhere near the level of fighting. Nope. Even any, even floor guardian. Nope. <laughs> Not even close. Yep, rough. Also, I don't know how I feel about Sorcerer King. Josh, it's because you're not a magic guy. Yeah, yeah. You're a man. If only he could be hand to hand. Where's blue tights, King? I mean, I'm not the only one that expressed some disappointment in the combat in this show. And where are the daggum blue roses? Like, where are? Okay, yeah. Where are they? I'll come up eventually, probably. Yeah. Because, man, I like some Evil Eye. Mm-hmm. I like some Evil Eye a lot. Well, let's move on to episode 10, Preparation for War. Okay. <clears throat> so, first of all, the Baharuth Empire will declare war on the Riestes Kingdom since they won't cede Urantel to Ainz. Any thoughts on that? Sorry, repeat that? The fact that the Baharuth Empire is going to declare war on the Riestes Kingdom? Oh, yes. Because they're not ceding Irantel to Einzulgon? Mm-hmm. We got two, two months to war. Yeah, I think it's a cool plan by um, 
Emperor Yerkny, um, because he's like, yeah, I mean, I gotta demonstrate how crazy Einzulgon is and how crazy his powers are, so that everybody bands together, basically. Yep. In order to do that, well, I guess the people are gonna have to die. Yeah. Man, though, did they underestimate Ainz in the Riestes Kingdom? <laughs> yes, they did, and the Baharuth King. I mean, they—he just had no idea, really, to what magnitude the power really was, and the fact that he would slaughter so many people. Hey, we're not yeah. there. We're not yeah. there. Yes, we're not we're there. Not there. <laughs> but still. But uh, yeah, so I mean, this was a slower episode. It was building up. It was explaining what was going on, talking about the players. It was a really slow episode. Let's be honest. It was. It was. Uh, we got a lot of Marquis Raven, who yeah. will lead the Riestes Kingdom. He uh, he has a son, and he has a scene with his son that happened. That that was so weird. That was I don't know really weird. I don't know what I, I was trying to show. Dub. I don't know if it's the dub. I don't know if the Japanese sub is that weird, but man, the voice acting was weird in this. That Pretty was, weird. It was really strange, and I don't understand the payoff for it all other than saying that like he has a son and now he's going into battle. Yeah, I feel like that's probably it. Okay. Just mm -hmm. making it feel like there's something to lose if he does. Yeah. But man, that treating your like three or four year old kid like he's a newborn is weird. Mm -hmm. Super weird. Yeah. And they and yeah. and the show paid it or like played it off as him being a really good father and caring a lot by his son. Which I mean, he may. I thought the, but... I thought the show played it off as him being kind of deranged. Yeah. Well, no, like, like the way the way he was talking to his wife. I mean, I, like, obviously the characters reacted like he was a good, a good father. Yes, that's what I meant. That's what I meant. Like, the characters oh, okay. within the show, like, played it off as, yeah. like, him being a really good father and caring about his son. Well, the mother didn't. Yeah, that was, that was, was really like, interesting, and I don't understand if, like, yeah, that was, that was unnecessary. Yeah. Very much unnecessary. He's still alive, though, so it could come back. Yeah, we'll it could. See. They're now, is he, the, is he the one that made that deal with the uh, princess to yeah. have his son marry her? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I thought so. Sometimes it's hard to tell the nobles apart. That's yeah, fair. there's a lot of blonde, short-haired nobles or mid medium-length-haired nobles. It, it's basically what it is. Not a lot of diversity there. No, the only one that stood out in that room was, like, Gazif. Yep, because he's the man of the people, not a noble. Correct. Yeah, so Marquis Raven's leading the Riestes Kingdom's troops. Uh, Gazif, Brain, and Climb all get a uh, nice little scene together. And Gazif fears Ainz quite a bit. Quite a bit. We learn that... Uh, they view him as being the equivalent of a thousand foot soldiers. Mm. Pretty cool. A bit of, bit of a safe estimate. Yeah, yeah, that is pretty conservative. And they view Ainz as being 5,000, since he's at least five times that of Gaza. So, yeah, they're uh, underestimating Ainz. Quite a bit. 
I don't even know if you could put an estimation on how many soldiers, because I don't think anyone could even come close. You could have no. everyone in the entire world that we know of, of that show, against Ainz, and Ainz would still win. We don't know the power level of those dragons, though. What dragons? Remember the dragons in, like, season two, where they were just, they said, like, three things, and then they effed off until now? Are you talking about the old man and whatnot? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like the, there was that sick dragon armor, like the spirit of the dragon used to reside in. I loved that armor a lot. Yeah. And then, and yeah, and then, then, and then no never payoff. Came back to it. No payoff whatsoever. Yeah. Man, like, I forgot that. They tried to make that seem really cool, and I bought into it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> goodness. Oh, that has never come back. No, goodness gracious, man. It has not. Now, was that in the Slain Theocracy? No. Yeah. Wait, what, no. Well, no. No, it, it was wasn't Slain the Theocracy. It, yeah, because it was with this old man. Uh, I don't remember exactly. Because there I, was also a Slain Theocracy scene, I think, where they never paid it off either. Oh, this, the Slain Theocracy has just completely disappeared. Who Do they even exist? Who knows? Maybe season four will answer these questions. I Maybe. Hope. Maybe. Which has more loose threads? We'll see at the very end. Which has more loose threads? The Batman or Overlord? <laughs> hmm. Oh my goodness. What was the loose thread on the Batman? There was a lot of loose threads. Like characters that were introduced and there's like a story. I mean... Honestly, it was just an episode-by-episode episode basis when it came to that show, so I don't know if loose thread is even a viable term. Yeah, because, like, I mean, I don't, what happens in that show. I don't feel like they set up anything that didn't get paid off. Mm. Mm. I don't remember exactly. There were some disappointing payoffs, but payoffs on the... Were there? Yes. Um, well, what am I thinking? Like, not Iron Man. Tron, I mean, definitely had its. You know, well, okay. I don't know what I'm thinking of. There's definitely a show that we watched that had a ton of loose threads that were never paid off. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, Tron was like half finished. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah. I don't know, but anyway, um, towards the end of preparation for war, we get uh, the battles. The battles about to begin, and we get the two sides coming together. And Eins reveals his army with his quote, This is my army. True. Definitely showing off real hard. Pretty cool moment. Gotta love an Eins, uh, an Eins bragging moment. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Let me flex on you a little bit. Mm -hmm. Was it the most exciting part of this entire episode? Probably. Probably. Yep. Um, also, I wrote down that I totally forgot about Princess uh, Rainier. Um, completely. She's supposed to be um, exercising interesting decisions. Um, especially when it regards climb. Right? Mm -hmm. So make interesting decisions, to say the least. Yeah. Making him wear the shiny armor to get killed. Yeah, yeah, that was... So that she can resurrect him and, like, control his corpse? 
Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Or just, like, completely manipulate him, saying, like, I resurrected you, and he'll be, like, super weak, and so he'll just, like, be... Yeah. Yeah. That, that has, that was not touched in this batch of episodes again. Well, just seeing the armor and saying that she requested him to wear it. (laughs) Yeah. But that's Um, about it. Yeah, this is this is when I wrote that, like, you know, what happened to Blue Rose, because that was part of that whole thing. Um, And we're still just seeing Climb, which it was nice to see their discussion between Climb and Brain and Gazif. Good for them. But let's move on to another episode called Another Battle. Oh, man. Back to Karn Village. This was fun. So, first of all, the king of uh, Riestes, his son is the prince. Yes. First in line for the throne. Pretty awful guy. He gets sent over to Karn Village just to kind of save him from the battle. And there was a... I can't remember if it was this episode or a future episode where, uh, what's his name? Uh, Marquis Raven was kind of talking about how it's, you know, nice, I guess, of the uh, king to spare his son, but also kind of selfish. So that's kind of a cool payoff. But, so his son is spared from the battle to keep him safe, goes over to Karn Village to kind of figure out, you know, what's going on with Imes. And as he gets closer, his plan just keeps getting more and more twisted. It was supposed to be like, I'm going to go ask them about Ainz. Then it's like, I'm going to take them prisoner and hold them hostage so Ainz won't fight us. Yeah, definitely uh, escalated for sure because he thought it'd probably be what the, you know, taking matters into his own hands like a dummy. He was not a smart guy. And he very quickly leaps to, I'll slaughter them all if I have to. Men, women, and children, like Anakin. Real oh, dumb. Oh, goodness. Yep. Real dumb. Just, like, this no. is about to get canceled. Mm-hmm. As he should. So, yeah. Pretty bad. So he's just destroying Karn Village as much as he can because they stepped on the flag. And they clearly are subservient to Ainz, who, you know, save them. Makes sense. And, yeah, they're not having it, so they're attacking. So, uh... Henry and all of them, all the women and children, are kind of making their escape. Going off into the woods, and they kind of get ambushed, even at trying to leave. So, of course... She decides to blow on her uh, little horn again and call some more goblins, as she should. That's what I was giving it's, to her for. It's gobby time. Gobby it's, it, it, it's gobby time. So she blows that thing. And it just pans away to Ainz being mouth agape, just like, huh. Yeah. Yeah. I don't understand and, the magnitude of his reaction. Like, why? But he did definitely make that reaction. Well, because he didn't understand that the horn was that powerful. He just thought it would, you know, summon like five or six low-level goblins. But... True. He's like, I gave this to a human? What? <laughs> and this was just like some common item in Yudjil. 
That's Josh, okay. if you if you had a horn that could summon a bunch of gobs, Oof. what would you use that horn for? What would I use that horn for? Oh shoot. Yep. Um, maybe the first thing to do, this may be a little deep, is to end the uh, war in Ukraine. Um, this is fair. That's, that's assuming you get a lot of gobs. Yep. Yep. Gobs. If I get, if I get the gobs that she got, all right, all them gobs, um, maybe, maybe, maybe I could end the war in Ukraine. JC, what is the chance that Josh has this horn? He's all alone one night. And he's like, well, you know, I've always thought about what it'd be like to get a little kissy-kissy from a gob. Oh. <laughs> I can see it. I no, can... <laughs> no, you lying, JC. You cannot see that. Oh, can, my I... gosh, bro. I ain't hurry from I no mean, gobs. No, I no. Mean, I mean. I ain't going to slob on a gob. Nah, man. I, 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 <laughs> no I slobbing on gobs. <laughs> He's a goblin slobber. I'm not a goblin slobber. <laughs> I mean, I I think that Josh would be pretty into it, actually. JC, what are you? <laughs> oh my gosh, no way! I ain't no I'll bring, slobber on no god. I'll 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 I'll, I'll bring uh, what's her face over, and we'll have a whole party. Crush Lulu. Yeah. yeah. Oh goodness. Slimy scaly business. Oh yes, JC. You all can just enjoy all your little fun. (laughs) Courage is like, I'm bringing Albedo. Yeah, let's go. Let's go. Oh no. (sighs) I mean, I mean, if I had the horn, my first thought would be world domination, but that's just me. Yeah, but there you go. Can you with those goblins? Like, can you really? Can you really? I mean, that second batch was mighty strong. Yes. Okay. Okay. Back to the episode. They summoned a whole army of goblins with multiple divisions within this army. Including the drum band. (laughs) Including (laughs) the marching band. Literally the marching band of goblins. Because of course you need one. And my goodness, I I was just overwhelmed. Like every time a different captain would come up and be like, this is, you know, the sorcerers for, you know, Lord Henry. And we're going to just honorable general Henry. That's what <laughs> yeah. they said many times, JC. Get it through your mind. The honorable general Henry. You're right. You're right. Uh, I was just, my mouth was on the floor. I loved it. I loved everything about this. Carn Village is like my favorite now. It already was, but it's doubly my favorite. Ah, I love this episode. I love this moment. It was fun. You love this episode. That is exciting. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was real good. That was a great moment. Like, when they just kept bringing out new divisions. Ugh. I loved, and, I loved the Assassin Corps. The Assassin Corps. Oh, the Assassin Corps. They're the ones who finally took out the prince, right? Yes. Uh, yeah. mm, no. Uh, she took out the prince. No, no, no. I wrote it down. That's my next hot point. Lupus Regina finishes off the prince. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's right. She tracks him down and brings down a few goblins with her of her own choice. But, um. Yeah. Because yeah, the, the assassin corps was gonna let him go, they were like, "Man, we'll spare you." Lupus Regina said, "Heck no." Yeah, yeah. 
I mean, he had it coming, though. Yeah, he was a tool. Yeah. Kind of sad for the Emperor, though, that he sent his son away, specifically his him, and then... Yeah, Done died. Raise your kids better. <laughs> Not my True. fault. <laughs> yeah, buddy. All his kids... John's like, yeah, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Screw them all, kids. All of his kids are kind of messed up, if you think about it. Yeah kind of are oh really messed up that's like the whole like i think that's like the whole um i don't know call it satire but the cliche right of being a powerful or good king per se all your kids turn out to be garbage yep that's biblical yeah oh that is biblical absolutely goodness also uh Ayn's quoted that same bible verse in here he did and, uh, and i think it was the second episode in this batch which bible verse uh, uh, love hath no love. man than this that he laid down his life for his friends or a friend. I forgot. Is that the Gospel of John or the or Gospel of Mark? He said Mark or John. Huh. But yeah, so yeah, that is the uh, conclusion of my trilogy of episodes. I think Curtis, that was in a handful of hope. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was in a handful of my episode. I did not bring it up. But shall we move on to episode 12, Massacre? As yeah. the darkness correspondent, I chose this episode expecting darkness. Did I get darkness? Boy, <laughs> did we get it. Lives meant absolutely nothing in this episode. Not one thing. Um... First top point, Gassif's red armor looks pretty dope. I like it. I wish he had a full helmet. Yes, I agree with that. I wish the he little, had a full his, helmet too. His cute little hair poking out, I was like, nope, that's not the vibe. Yeah, yeah. I wish I wish he had a full helmet too. And if he did, honestly, I'd just call him Iron Man Gassif because he looked like if Iron Man was at that time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna need a I'm gonna need a JC sword reading here. Ooh. Do we want yeah, I do we want it now or, or your episode, Curtis? Oh, that's true. I guess I guess they talk about it in my episode. They and do. I do have a note about it. Yes. Okay. Yeah, definitely bring it up again. Alright, next but it hot cool. Yes, it does look cool. Um next hot point. Ein's literally just wanted to try a spell. And he killed 70,000 people to do it. As the sacrifice. Yes. That's, uh, that's a dark moment and right there. And he uses dark. all of the corpses yep. to summon five demon goat-like monsters. Monster babies. Monster babies. <laughs> and this ah. is the moment that I think we need to talk about his gangsta level. Open it up, because we are looking at an absolute gangsta. This is, I agree. JC, where are you at? Because I'm at a level 10 on gangsta level right now. Okay, okay. We currently have him sitting at 4.1. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay, let's, let's talk about what level 10 really means. JC is, just, is such a centrist with this scale. Oh, my goodness. Uh, I mean, Let's I was agreeing with JC beforehand, right? Let's get extreme. 
JC, come Go ahead, on. Okay. This so so you're both saying that this qualifies level ten. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's only seventy thousand. Yeah. I mean, it's only seventy. Well, no, 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 no. Seventy thousand was was the initial amount of people he killed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah doesn't we haven't got to the other. Yeah, monsters. we haven't even got to the other people that those monsters kill. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I'm counting, no, I'm counting that too. Okay. 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 No, we're 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 like we're opening up the full like because I mean the this was home. the act. This was the act of the, yeah. Of this, the Iron I mean, this happens in this episode because he. Um, I mean, this is one of my hot points, and we could just talk about it. He asked Gossip to join him, so like, the monsters has already killed tons of people in this episode. So at yep. this episode right here, where we're looking at hundreds right of thousands. Here? Yeah. Okay, so here's my question then. Before I answer, is there something? Beyond gangster, that we're gonna Absolutely. have to talk about. Curtis, we're gonna have do you to have a term? All right, so obviously we started with the shady meter. Shady, <laughs> can you believe it? Can, Dude, you, can, you, can you believe Ein Zulgones, the great overlord of Azuri, used to just be a little shady? Just a little shady. <laughs> oh my goodness, that boy is killing people, yeah, murdering armies. Make no mistake, my friends, he is undead. That is all. Come on now. Yeah. All right, so um, then we decided, all right, so how gangsta is he on a gangster scale? Because, mm-hmm. I mean, as we know, Josh grew up on the street, so he knows. <laughs> yes, I do know. As we've been quite clear. <laughs> um, so what is the next level up? From a gangster. Well, that, my dear friend, is the kingpin. Ooh, oh. that's a good one. I was thinking of like being a little on the nose about the term that we use next, but I like kingpin. Okay, I'm, I'm up for suggestions though. Well, my suggestion, as I said, was going to be a little off the nose and literally put him on the overlord scale. Yeah, I th- I was thinking about that too, but I feel like it's too early to do that. It's too early. Quite We're possibly. going into season four. Well, yeah, but there's there's more stuff beyond season four that, that's going to happen that could drive him even further. True. True. Or lower. You never or know. lower. What if he ends just kind of shady? No way! <laughs> you can't slaughter <laughs> over 100,000 people and just be kind of shady. There ain't no coming back from this. No, not watch, one bit. Watch them pull a whole Zuko redemption arc. Zuko didn't like genocide people. Yeah, yeah. Zuko Not did on screen. <laughs> oh right, yeah. Right. No, Do you I know something know. that I don't know, JC? Like, okay, okay. I will say that he was quite complicit in all of the Fire Nation's horrendous acts of co- colonization. He was like a thirteen-year-old boy. Yeah, he really he was. was. He was complicit. And I mean, how many people do you see Zuko really kill? So many. Oh, nobody. Nobody. JC, so nobody. He don't kill nobody. <laughs> if anything, Zuko is on the squishy scale. <laughs> yeah, for real. I love nah. it. I love that he's squishy. But he's no, squishy. you're right. No, uh, no. Zuko's, Zuko's uh, big old cinnamon roll, cinnamon bun. He's, oh, he's Frank, I could go for a cinnamon bun right now. <laughs> Holy crap, man. man. I, could, I could blow through about seven cinnamon rolls right now. Absolutely, man. 
All right. Um, so I was going to, I said at the beginning of the episode that like, I wanted to talk about court of capes history. And yes, this is yeah. a moment, obviously that we need to talk about that. Okay. Okay. Is this the most heinous act in court of capes history? I can't think of anything else. Yeah, I can't think of anything else either. Um, I mean, yeah, like, and the Court of Capes also includes everything that happens in the movies. Yeah. Yeah. That we've reviewed. Um, I mean, we never... It. We didn't we've review... Never we didn't review Infinity War Endgame, because... Well, no. But, I mean, I feel like you could even argue that, like, the snap is more justified than this. Eh, Okay. Yeah, well, yeah, more justified than this specific act. Yes, yes, yes. Because this act not, is literally just for off. play, almost just showing off his power and seeing what he can yeah, do. We're not going hashtag Thanos was right on this podcast. Correct, <laughs> correct. We're, we're not, not, we're not doing that. But Thanos did destroy half of the galaxy. Though. Oh well, yeah. So, well, half, half of the universe. Half of the universe. Yeah. So, but anyway. On the Court of Capes podcast, I struggle to think of any events that were worse. I Although, I feel like... Okay, specific events, nothing's been worse. Background lore, though? An underrated argument might be going back to Tron. Yeah, Welcome Home. Well, yeah, well, Welcome Home in and of itself, but also like just the fact that, like, that takes place within an oppressive regime that probably like genocided a bunch of programs before we even got to that show. True. Yeah. yeah. True. But even then, what's worse? Genociding due to like an awful ideology slash like political system or genociding people because you think it'd be kind of interesting to see what would happen. Yeah. Oh, man. No, this is definitely it's... the most heinous <laughs> like thing ever done on this podcast. Like, he's gone know. like full sociopath, psychopath. Oh yeah, it's I mean, gonna there's be hard to beat. Yeah, there's a reason he said, "Make no mistake, I am undead." I'm pretty sure he re- he just completely rejected his humanity, completely. Yep. Mm, yeah, he's completely rejected his humanity, and honestly, I'm surprised they do the voice still because it seems that 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 person is gone. Yeah, it's still fun though. <laughs> yeah, I feel like at this point the voice is probably going to be used for just more comedic reasons as opposed to like inner monologue yeah yeah just to show that he's not a actual ruler he doesn't know what he's yeah. doing yeah my brother was but... watching this and it was crazy because he watched all these episodes with me as i was watching them and he was like this is absolutely wild because people were dying left and right and he was just yeah. slaughtering so so back to that point though if we're saying that he's a 10 on the gangster scale, are we ranking him on the kingpin scale now? Like, are we assigning a number? Yeah. Wow. Where where, where, where are we at? Are we, are we just at one? All right, all right. So um, it was between gangster and chump, right? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll um, yeah okay, so what's the opposite of a kingpin? Oh, true. Um, what's the opposite of a kingpin? <laughs> Tombstone. Oh, oh, I got it. I got it. Is he a kingpin or just a thug? Ooh. <sighs> well, I mean, thinking of it like ah man, I don't I don't know if thug would be it because thinking of it like that, like I feel like I feel like we can't go with something that would be like lower than gangster though because we already said he's a gangster. 
Yeah, thug would be lower than a gangster. This is true. Um, how about, okay, so how about a middle manager? <laughs> <laughs> An office manager. <laughs> oh, like like a kind of corrupt businessman in the middle management. <laughs> this is really tough. So we're already saying that. So are we saying then that that this act that we've uh, seen him do in this episode is like qualifying him as a middle manager? Yeah, yeah. Or... I mean, it breaks it breaks the gangster scale. He has now surpassed that, and now he is on this new scale, which I'm still trying to think of, like the terms. Hmm. I mean, it almost seems like Megatron versus Starscream level, you know. Should we should we just keep Gangster at zero? I'm fine like, with that. Like, every time you level up, that's your new base? Yeah, because so I guess it would have made more sense to make, like, Shady the lowest half of um, Gangster. Because, like, oh, are you a true Gangster or are you just a little Shady? Yeah, yeah. We can we can retroactively say that was what we did. <laughs> I'm fine to grandfather that in. Oh, not man. like anyone would know otherwise. Nobody would know. <laughs> uh, okay, okay. So 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 okay. So we passed that scale. We passed this gangster scale. So we know he's at least gangster. So but, much but... legislation getting passed today. Look at us. I know. We're look at capes. We're, 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 we are being way more impactful than our Congress. Oh, yes. Unlike the Congress, we're actually doing work. Let's get it done. We're actually going places. Unlike, decisions. unlike the House, we currently exist. Oh, yes. Oh, goodness. Dang. Oh, Look at the date on that one, my fellow listeners. Yeah, for real. Relevant in today's time right now. Because I'm, I'm sure that by the time this is posted, this will still be an issue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway. Um... <laughs> Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm willing to say he's probably at a two or three on this new scale. What about you guys? Uh, I would, ag- I would agree. Um, I do, I feel I like I think the next scale should definitely be Overlord, but, um, after Kingpin, after Kingpin, because I feel yeah. like Kingpin, we have to start thinking more about intelligence at this point, right? Well, okay. Maybe either intelligence or the level of land he is actually conquered true yeah like that, what is that, he actually that's accomplished? that's conscious that's honestly what i was thinking of when you brought up kingpin i thought like okay what is his influence over all of these but other like, kingdoms like a kingpin has got to have territory correct yep territory and influence over influence. yes so yep. like what is his influence it seems that he only has like true influence over one kingdom maybe two. well at the this the point, lizard he, people. At, at this point, he has his house, which yes. is a big house. Not, not and he's sure. got a city. He's got a city. That's all. Karn, he, he's got, Karn you know. Yeah, well, well, he's got Karn Village and he's got Re Iranto. Uh, uh, That's what he currently owns. Mm-hmm. As, mm. That's it. Uh, he has influence, I suppose, with Bahari. the Bahari empire yeah and probably quite a bit of influence over riestes right now since they just murdered their uh well we haven't got there yet anyway um i'm thinking a 3.69 
<laughs> on this game. Nice. <laughs> I'll I'll go with that. Sure. Why Let's not? Go. Yeah. And in order for him to move up, I'll have to help to show results, not just be bad. He'll have to show some strategy, maybe some intelligence, some yeah, some good decision making. Yeah. We'll see. When when uh when he's a ten on this scale, the people will already be applauding. He doesn't need to ask them to do so. Yep. <laughs> Please clap. Yeah, that was so. <laughs> uh, okay, but uh, going back to like the scene of like the the massacre, yeah. um. Seeing just how terrified the Baja Ruth soldiers were was really interesting. And how, oh, like, yes. The, the lead knight standing next to him was, like, terrified of what was happening. And especially, like, when he jumped, when Ein started laughing. Yeah. You're like, oh, man. It was basically like, <laughs> what did we just this. do? What in the yeah. world did we just do? What have we unleashed on this world? Yeah. And the fact that they just trample over each other and die out of fear man it was yeah like it, it's a point for my episode but they literally mentioned later that like the only casualties that baha ruth incurred was from mass panic <laughs> like whoa mm, yep 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 oh okay uh another one of my one of my favorite scenes from this batch was when um i think her name was arshay the little girl who was a magic caster in um, the arena with Ainz earlier on, when she, like, she's, like, trying to read his mana, and she's like, oh, I'm not reading any mana on Ainz. And then he's like, oh, wait, let me take off this ring that's obscuring my mana. And then she immediately vomits and starts to shake it. Why does she barf (laughs) like like, rainbow stuff? Didn't her barf look like a freaking rainbow? Like, I mean, Uh... it's it's anime. They They have weird censorship laws in Japan. Yeah, I don't know what that was. It looked like it came out of a unicorn, I swear. <laughs> Straight up Gravity Falls. <laughs> oh, what a good show. So good. What a good show. Yeah, I don't have any extra hop points on this episode other than he asked Gasset to join him, but the guy says no. Because Gazif has morals and a code, and he will stand by that till his death. Moving on to player versus player. Curtis. PvP. PvP! Let's go! As Machine Gun Kelly once said, let's talk about it. Hmm. In his hit single, Kill Shot, not kill shot. That's Eminem, and his hit single "Rap Devil" that effectively ended his rap career. Oh boy! Yes, <laughs> Curtis, you are going. You are definitely speaking to our audience right now. <laughs> I know I am. <laughs> okay, uh, player versus player. Um, so, yeah, guys, are definitely going to win this, right? Quote: You can't even react fast enough to dodge. Mm. Ouch! 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 Poor Gazza. Um, I thought it was funny and corny when uh, Ainz was like, yes, in the land I come from, we call this PvP. Yeah, that was super corny. <laughs> like that, that, that's silly. But I kind of liked it. Um, uh, that hurt Josh a little bit. <laughs> Oof. The fact that it teased player versus player and this was it. Yeah, Josh yeah, I, I remember because I saw the title. And I was like, man, I wish I didn't see that title right now because then I thought maybe it suggested that there was another player in the land. 
Yeah, oh. that did not happen. Goodness gracious, JC. I mean, like, come on now. JC, where are you? I mean, like, after this, we'll, we'll have a discussion. We'll have a discussion. It, it, it was pretty disappointing, that was all. Yeah, I, I wanted to see some actual other players, but whatever. Counterpoint. Who cares? Let's move on. <laughs> uh, so I thought it was interesting that Gazeth didn't want to be revived afterward because he was like, nope, just let it lie. Yeah. Um, he's definitely an honorable warrior um, for the Game of Thrones fans out there. He's definitely a Ned Stark type, uh, honorable to a fault. Um, so his sword could, in theory, kill Ains. Yeah. yeah. That's interesting. So Ains told him. Yeah, that's true. But it did like make a little scratch on him before it immediately healed, so that was something we hadn't seen before. True. true. He's just a bunch of sparkles underneath. He's just a sparkly boy. He's just real sparkly. <laughs> little, little sparkly skeleton man. Yeah, that's uh, all he um, is. Pretty, uh, pretty cool sword. And so he was like, this satisfies the rules for PvP. He's a nerd. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, the battle proper actually begins. And Ainz fights dirty. With a time spell. Was not expecting this. Yeah. You thought there would at least be a little bit of fanfare like there was with uh, with Foresight and the arena. But like, no. Like, why do you all think that he was so swift and decisive about like killing Gazeth like this? I don't know. Maybe it's because he maybe legitimately thinks that a quick death is an honorable one. Or merciful, per se. Right? Either that or did he not want to risk somehow that sword killing him? I don't think That could did. be, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, I, don't... I feel like a lot of Ainz's inner monologue has been him, like, being very risk-averse. He is pretty risk-averse, yeah. Yeah. But it could go either way. There's no concrete answer as to why. Yeah. I will say that I did not expect Gazif to last longer than, like, three seconds, and... I wasn't disappointed in that regard. I was disappointed that he died. Yeah. I like Gazeth a lot. is you old boy. Yeah, yeah. I like Gazeth a lot too. But the moment that he had his moment with Brain and Climb, I was like, okay, he's dead. He's never seen these guys again. Yep. It's all over. Like, yeah, that, that one last, like, discussion they had, like, the night before the battle, I was like, yeah, he's not surviving this. So it made sense. He did what he needed to do for the story. I just wish that we could have gotten more Ainz and Gazif interacting, because I like that a lot. That was a good dynamic. Farewell, <sighs> Gazif Stronoff. He's a good yeah. man. Mm-hmm. Is, what is he on the wholesomeness scale? Have we put him on the wholesomeness scale? Oh, oh, man. I mean, he has given us no reason not to put him at like a 10. I agree. Well, I mean, like in on our rankings, sorry, in the rankings, in the rankings I think he'd be like he'd almost be number two. After Ron was no, well after um Tanjiro. Um, I feel like it'd be Tan- yeah Tanjiro Gazov Stronoff. Then what? Where do we have Kim or Ron at number three? Ron. I think it was Ron. Yeah. 
Ron had his struggles in the early going, but he got super wholesome by the end. Yes. Yeah. So I think Gassif Stronoff can be at number two on the wholesomeness rankings. Let's go. Uh, update. Love that. Update them rankings. All right. So Eins gets back on his big old black uh, teethy horsey thing. And Ooh, he says, gross. I offer mercy to those who bow to me. Just like JC. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, like I mentioned before, um, the Baja Ruth Empire took losses from Mass Panic because they got killed by a gangster. <sighs> um, and then Eines declares that Erantel is the property of Nazarek, and this has major Dark Knight, I own Gotham now, energy. Mm. Yeah. So you either get out or you're going to play by our little rules. But somebody, somebody has a problem with that. Ooh. Um, so Brain gets that cool Gazif sword that may or may not be able to kill Ainz, JC. True. Oh, man. We'll see if uh, Brain can do anything with it. <laughs> I feel like Climb might be the one to do it. Hmm. I have predictions about both of them, but we'll get to that later. Hmm. I feel like, I mean, this is this is like way down the line, but does Ayn survive the end of the show? This is an excellent question because I have How no. How could he? Like, is this is this like a light Yagami situation where he can't possibly survive because he's too far gone? That's what I'm comparing it to in my head now. Okay, because... okay, okay, okay. This discussion is going. Through. Okay, so you're suggesting that. After season four, we have this new piece of content, right? And after that, at some point, Eins will die. Like a final episode situation. Yes. Because However many seasons are left of this. I mean, how, how does the show end with evil triumphing? It might just do that. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I mean that... We, I mean, we, This has been told from the perspective of evil this whole time. So was Death Note. Well, there. Death there, Note I was mean, well. First of all, I didn't. Well, I didn't finish the show. So no, Light, you did not. Light at least has a little bit more moral gray to him than Ainz does at this point. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Ainz is completely lost. He is undead. Yeah. Yeah. Like he can't feel things. No. Whereas, like Light, Light was more of your typical like. Um, He's like your typical sociopath. Yeah. Whereas, like, he can... He experiences emotions. He just doesn't experience emotions, as it were. But, Uh, how would he die? There is absolutely no power at all that we've seen that could come against him. I mean, if there ever is another player... Whoa, I wish. I yeah, I feel wish. like I feel like that's the route that they would go if they wanted to go like the hero route. Yeah. I feel like another another an actual hero would have to kill the overlord. Yeah. 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 So it's it's like it's like Star Wars told through Palpatine's perspective. More or less. Interesting. We'll see. 
Yeah, it turns out Demiurge is the one who takes him down. No, oh, I, that'd be satisfying, too. Yeah, or Sebus. No, I would like Sebus to do it. Oh, that'd be so great. That'd be uh, satisfying. Like, man, he's just like, I've decided I like these humies. Yeah. Sorry. I mean, he is the most empathetic for them all, so. Yep. Um, yeah. All right. Moving right along. Um, Klein theorizes that Gazif died to warn them about the true strength of Ainz. Basically, if he couldn't kill him, then uh, Brain and Klein sure couldn't kill him. So, ultimately, to like maybe save their lives, which is a nice thought. Yeah. Um, the Gone enters the city of Erantil. And, side note, a lot of like the background, like, organ music that's been playing in this particular batch when like Ein is doing cool stuff is epic and I appreciate it. Mm. Yep. Some good music in this batch. Um so the last last snippet or one of the last snippets from this episode is uh Albedo's gonna go put that kid down for throwing that rock at the Death Knight. Because he's a little punk and he needs to be put in his place. Right guys? Mm. Right guys? Mm. I ain't joining you on that, bro. You on your own. You on your own. <laughs> I mean, JC, he disrespected the great name of Ives Will Go. I mean, kind of like with Daredevil. I mean, you don't disrespect the name. Oh, goodness. there you go. You don't there even you go. Say his name. You don't right, even say the name. Yep. Yep. He yeah, I don't. I don't know about that one. Um. It, it was pretty sad where the kid was like, give me back my dad, because he was one of the ones slaughtered. Yeah. And you're like, oh man, like, the the way that this show just, like, kind of pendulum swings between, like, crazy huge, like, world stakes and, like, personal stories is definitely unique and interesting. Yeah. And then Momon shows up, and he's like, don't you lay a finger on their pretty little heads because I am justice. <laughs> I am the knight. Yes. I am Momon. <laughs> Momon. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, um, basically the hustle this time is because he might be a gangster. He might be shady. He might be a kingdom, but he is definitely a hustler. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is uh, Momon is in league with Nazarek now, but in a noble way, to where you assume he's going to get the people to trust him. Nazarek, yeah. and that's how he's going to. You mean but, he ran tell? Well, yeah, like like basically, Momon is faking like he's in league with oh! Nazarek now. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, so the. Episode kind of winds down. They do the typical Overlord thing where the main theme plays at the end while the characters are doing epic, cool, swaggy things. You love to see that. Demi Urge and Albedo have an interesting conversation. And they announce the formation of the Sorcery Kingdom. End. Yeah. The end. Yeah. Hmm. Who was playing Momon or, or Eint? I assume that it was Pandora's actor playing Hines. Oh, the soldier? Yeah. Uh, okay. I think that's what he can do. Yeah, that's, that's what that is what he can do. Okay, that makes sense. 
Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. One uh, season to go. Yep. One more season to go. A interesting batches of episodes. JC, let me let me have a conversation with you here. Oh, okay. Let's we do it. we have discussed our expectations for the show and things we would like to see. And um, tell me how 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 close or far does that line up to what we've seen now? I mean, we're on a pretty fun track right now. Okay, you think we're on um, a pretty fun track? Like he's starting to actually do something meaningful. Mm-hmm. Like we're starting to see some pieces come together, and I like mm-hmm. that. We just gotta, we just gotta see him continue to actually make progress toward whatever goal. I feel like before too long, we're gonna have to see real resistance. Yes, that's what I'm wanting. Some, someone, something with power that can actually provide resistance to him or his, uh, for any of the floor guardians whatsoever. Yeah, like I'm definitely enjoying him being OP. And just, you know, wrecking the place. But... Look at it, using them gaming terms. <laughs> I am seasoned. <laughs> That's right. But, uh, I don't know. I mean, we gotta, we gotta eventually have some actual conflicts. We gotta care about, you know, the stakes of all this eventually. Yeah. Yes, like there is actually something at stake. Like, doesn't seem like that. It just seems that... This is just some sort of experiment of him having fun and toying with every single life that is in this. Yeah. And then doing things along the way and then um, Demiurge uh, coming up with plans or explaining it away somehow. Yeah. There are some things that I expected for this and it did not quite come to it but we do have another season don't we another season which curtis you have not seen correct nope just first episode and i don't remember much of it so nice so we're going in blind boys matt murdoch's we ready for some rankings no let's do it (laughs) oh all right curtis i would oh what, what, Joe? Oh, I was saying I would like to know yours first, but right. JC, yeah, yep. I feel like we should save JC's for last because he made a big deal about how all of ours are going to be the same. So. Oh. All right. Um, at the bottom, I have preparation for war. <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah. Nothing happened in that episode. <laughs> no, that was a snooze <laughs> fest. I think I thought Woo. about sleeping for a second. I, I stayed awake. There is just so many, like, boring Riestes politics going on. You're like, at least give us, like, some weird stuff with, like, Princess Rainier or something. But not even she was in it that Yeah, and it, it dealt with the politics of Riestes and almost the lore, kind of, which, surprisingly, for a show that has a lot of lore, it's, like, almost the most unappealing part of the show. Hmm. So, anyways. Uh, next, I have War of Words. Yeah. It was it was an interesting one. Definitely cool to see um the emperor like flex his mental muscles. Yeah. Um uh, but other than that not a lot of action. Next I have butterfly entangle him in spider's web because that was just that episode was just insane. 
was it was true. Creepy. Just a lot of like weird stuff going on, and it was it was entertaining. Um, number four, a handful of hope, because we got to see kind of the the climax to the whole like raid on Nazarene. Dink. Number three, what you doing here? What you doing here? Number three, I have another battle. Oh, Curtis, what you doing here? What you doing here? You have the same list? Oh, Curtis, so what you doing? What you doing, huh? Number doing? two, I have PvP. Oh, dang it, Curtis. No, I lied. I have blood. Oh, you mean Massacre? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, shoot, Curtis. And number one, I got PvP. That's what I'm talking about, brother. Let's go. Oh, we finally, we finally it did it. <laughs> oh, my gosh, bro. That's great. That's great. That's great. Um, well, I was right that there is a definitive list. Wait, do you have I the same list? I don't have it. Oh, JC. <laughs> oh, JC. Curtis, what, has there been a time we haven't been lock, in like too much lockstep about the show? Other than the intro. Like, we disagree about the intro, of course. But um, Oh, about this show specifically? Yeah. We've been. How did we feel about the lizard people? We both didn't really like oh, the lizard people. I, I like the lizard people. Oh, no, I'm pro lizard. That's, that's right. JC and I were both anti lizard. Y'all, y'all are some lizard racists. <laughs> <laughs> well, not JC. He's he's got some slimy stuff. Yeah, he's going, got slimy stuff. He just doesn't want to admit it. <laughs> <laughs> I have conflicted feelings. Okay, so we we we're not in lockstep about that, but for the most part, we are. Yeah. All right. Well, JC, what's your? I I really thought that that we were more in sync with this, but oh, is it really I, that different? I I just like different things. Um, no, uh, JC, what are you doing, man? What are you we doing? we've clearly made the point. I I thought that I thought we were on the same page, but we're not. Okay. At the what? bottom, I also have preparation for war. Okay, good. <laughs> that, I was about to say, that is clearly the worst episode. Yeah, yeah. I was watching yeah. the episode and I was like, Richie, man, this is rough. This is really <laughs> rough to watch right now. I'm not completely insane. So up from there, I have, and this is where it all falls apart, a handful of hope. Hmm. That's pretty low. But yeah, I, not, mean, I, I feel like I feel like the middle are like interchangeable for me to a certain degree. So I mean, understand yeah, it. Yeah, it's not a heinous choice. Yeah, I didn't think so either. either. You ain't going uh, up on the gangster level if you're doing that. <laughs> yeah. And then we kind of went back to status quo with butterfly entangled in spider's web. I was like, oh, okay, okay, maybe we maybe we got this fairly close. And then it all just fell apart. Because at number four, please, I have player versus. Oh! <laughs> play, PvP. Yeah, number four. Oh, goodness. I understand why you guys liked it more than the others. Dear. It was just like an epilogue episode. <laughs> Curtis's silence. <laughs> what is this? What is this nonsense, Josh? How are we going to stand for this? Do we have <laughs> How Dare You in this episode? How Dare You, sir? How Dare You, JC? That, all that happened is Gazif died and then Momon rallied the people at the very end. Oh, like, but that, that moment of Gazif's death was just so impactful. Like, farewell, Gazif Stronoff. And I, li I liked all the setup for the next season, too. Well, yeah, but it, it was just epilogue. <sighs> I thought you loved endings. 
middle. Yeah, honestly, JC is all about them beginnings and endings. Uh, anyway. Number three. Criminally low on your list. War of Words. We got some cool demiurge action. Seen him yeah, outsmart the Emperor. We did, we did, we did. Uh, I, I think, think it was just I think it was just disappointment that I experienced in this episode a lot. Yeah, just because of the wizard guy. Correct. <sighs> You're letting that get in the way of quality, Josh. <laughs> and I don't like Demiurge's uh, the, the, his uh, complete form. I don't. I don't like that. Are you being racist against? Uh, no, no, Josh, no. You don't like fat people, huh? Man. <laughs> Is this bald people all over again? Oh, goodness, stop. I, for one, think that Demiurge is beautiful, just like he is. Let's put that on record. Okay. They, they, so let it be written. Um, so let it be done. So let, let it be something, because it was not beautiful. But, you know, it's what it is. Anyway. Number two, I have another battle, and number one, Massacre, because it deserves it. Well, you know, there's only one egregious thing on them, so I will. Yeah. I will allow the angel of death to pass. <laughs> wow. I'm so lucky. <laughs> All right. So, since I have not seen season four, I'm just going to ask you all do you, wanna, do you all want to watch six or seven episodes this week? Let's just do six. Keep it the same. Yeah. All right. And the order I'm is Josh Curtis, me. Ooh, spicy. Yeah, 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 yeah. We all get two episodes no matter what. Something to keep in mind. True. All right, we're going to the Crunchyroll. Okay, so we got six episodes. Season four. Episode one, Sorcerer Kingdom Eins Ulgon, colon, Eins Ulgon, Nation of Leading Darkness. Oh, goodness. That is a mouthful. Yeah. Uh, number two, The Riestes Kingdom. Number three, Baha Ruth Empire. Okay. Number four, The Ruler of Conspiracy. Interesting. Number five, In Pursuit of the Land of Dwarves. Okay. And number six, The Impending Crisis. All right. So number six kind of With the first to... pick. Mm-hmm. Number six called to me a little bit, but I don't like this as impending. Like it's supposed to be building towards something. I don't want building yeah. episodes. I want things getting done. Hmm. But I'm going to go with In Pursuit of the Land of Dwarves. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Unexpected. Yeah, you know. I am going what, to take what, 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 Sorcerer Kingdom Minds Will Go. Episode 1. Oh. Mm-hmm. JC. Don't do I will it. take Don't do it. One that called out to me the most. The ruler of conspiracy. Ooh. Then I shall go the impending crisis. Just get that back to back. 
Nice. And I will go with Riesti's Kingdom to get that back to back. And I guess I will get back to back as well. Yeah, back to back, boys. We back to back, boys. Perfectly Very balanced. Nice. As all things should be. All right. So I have one and two. JC has three and four, and Josh has five and six. Right? Yes, yep. sir. Yes, sir. All right. All right, that is it for this episode. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to another fun episode of The Court of Capes where your favorite judges discuss rate and rank hero content. You can find us on Spotify, Anchor Podcasts, Google Podcasts, other podcast services. We've also covered MCU content and DC content as well, discussing movies that have come out um, recently. And we're about to discuss a very just the year of 2022 uh marvel the mcu stuff as well as like phase four and how we all felt about that so look forward to you listening to that episode boys uh, men what would you like to say first let's go with curtis since he seems to have good opinions these days <laughs> Just fired a couple little more shots. Um, <laughs> the Kingdom of Death has arrived. The Kingdom of mm. Death. All right, JC, what you got? Be the kingpin you know you are inside you. Ooh. Rest in peace, Gazif Stronoff. You were a good man. Yes, indeed. Peace out, everybody!